Welcome to the Business Maestro with Kerry Wood, talking all things development, growth, team harmony, and getting the best for you out of your business. Every week, Kerry auditions industry leaders, business owners, and individuals who have increased the tempo on their business growth. For a direct line to Kerry, join the Business Ensemble on Facebook. Here's the thing. Kerry is straight up and straight down the middle. There may be some politically incorrect stuff coming your way. If you're into the no bullshit type of learning, then this podcast is for you. Yeah, hi out there. It's Kerry here, the business maestro. We're doing another one of our podcasts with business leaders, thought leaders, people who know stuff that's going on, people who can really, really help you drive your business and get to your goals. Uh, A bit of a warning sometimes during this, there might be something said that you might find offensive. So if you find it offensive, then you possibly should stop listening now because, uh, you know, we want to get to the point and do things at a tempo and a, and a drive to get stuff uh, done. Hey, the digital world, what's happening on uh, Facebook? What's happening in LinkedIn? What's happening with your business? What's happening with automation? What's happening with all of that stuff is really, really important. And today we've got um, one of Australasia's leading thought leaders, someone who's a, a, a great a business owner who drives a business in the automation and digital space based in Auckland, but with clients all over Australasia. Uh, he really, really leads from the front in what he does. So I'd like to have the opportunity to introduce you from uh, BBT Digital, Mike Taylor, who's all the way from Auckland. G'day, Mike. And uh, how's your day going in uh, sunny Auckland or is it not sunny Auckland at the moment? <laughs> hey, Kerry, good to be here. Uh, it most definitely is not sunny uh, today, uh, but that's okay. You know, the work carries on. The work carries on. So how have you, how'd you get on on lockdown, my friend? Uh, everything worked well for you or was there a couple of uh, challenges? You know, being digital, you probably just spent the whole time looking at screens and all that sort of carry on. <laughs> Actually, mate, it was a lot of time on the phone uh, talking to clients, etc. So, hey, look, like, like most businesses in New Zealand, we were, we were, we were impacted, definitely, um, uh, and a lot of learnings came out of it. Um, but at the same time, I said this to my team fairly early on, you know, um, we've got to be looking for the opportunities through this period of time. Uh, Especially, we're quite lucky in our space being digital and, you know, in lockdown, obviously, the digitization of businesses um, came to the forefront, I think, of everybody's minds. Um, so, you know, there's lots of opportunity out there for businesses and and we're included in that, obviously. Um, but, you know, it was tough for sure. There were sleepless nights. There was long phone calls with clients trying to help them through, um, you know, their, their problems and issues and all of that kind of stuff. But, you know. It was a journey, that's for sure. <laughs> Mate, I work in the business community, as you know. So, you know, we're at a point now after COVID where, where business owners are going forward and they're looking for a way to go forward. They're looking for a way to be more efficient. They're looking for a way to to get their businesses to the next level, to get that competitive advantage, to get that efficiency, to get that that thing going on. And and the digitalization, the automation, all that, it, you know, that's all the stuff. That's, there's a big, the big five-letter word, pivot. But how, do, how does a business look at where do they start or how do they work with this this whole automation, you know, digitalization? That you know, these huge words simplified down. What what is what are we doing? What does a business have to do to streamline this stuff to make it work for them in, in the business world, in the real world? Big question, uh, and one we get asked a lot. Obviously, it comes down, I think, to two particular areas when it comes to, you know, digitization, uh, for lack of a better term. And ultimately, what does digitization mean? Digitization means. How can you provide a better product or a better service to your clients using technology? It's as simple as that um, when you when you boil it down. And there's two aspects to that. One is 
the customer. How can you deliver um, a better value, better cost savings, um, you know, and, and a better product or a better service using technology? And the second one is how can you streamline your internal processes uh, and refocus your team and take away a lot of the potential uh, admin work that they're doing um, or tasks that realistically, you know, you tick this box and these six things can happen in some piece of software rather than somebody ticking six different boxes. Um, it boils down to those two particular areas. Uh, what we always do with clients when we're talking through this is let's focus on the customer. Who are your customers? What are their needs? What are their pain points? How does your product and service solve those particular pain points? And how can we get uh, get it to a point where the customer can uh, be taken on a journey uh, with your business that's really customizable and really personalized? Um, and how, what's the technology that sits in underneath all of that um, in, a, in a high level, I guess? Sounds sounds ultra ultra complicated, but um, in my world, I mean, what we're actually talking about is just a, a a development of what we already do, isn't it? I mean, there's no smoke and mirrors or, or secret squirrel stuff. I mean, in my world, uh, whenever I talk to a business owner who says they don't understand about technology, I just ask them to pick their phone up. Mm-hmm. And they look at me and they go, what do you mean? I said, pick your phone up. You know, 30 years ago, because I'm old, 30 years ago, I had a I had a brick. It was five times the size of your briefcase. And I was so proud. Now, the phone that we use now, you know, you get emails, you get texts, you get photos, you get all this crap ha- to your phone, right to your, right to your, to your face. Um, and so that's, that's, it's it's a it's a change all the time, isn't it? It's it's not not it's not something that's happened suddenly. It's it's been incremental, but the speed of change is getting faster, isn't it? That's right. Well, you know, when you look at the the processing power of your phone, um, I was reading something the other day. The processing power of your phone is uh, has got more processing power than uh, Apollo Eleven did uh, landing on the moon. So, you know, goes to show you how much can change uh, over a relatively short space of time when you re- realistically look at it. Um, I'll tell you a story, I guess, because um, it's a great way to kind of wrap up uh, how how simple it is, I guess, to work through this. A lot of clients when they start talking about digitization, automation, transformation, pivoting, you know, all those buzzwords you get thrown around a lot. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of options out there, right? And it's quite chaotic for clients to how to step through that. Um, we had a client come to us, um, a couple of years ago now and said that they were a real estate uh, office, real estate business, and they had a whole bunch of their real estate agents out, out on the road, obviously. Um, and a lot of the feedback that they were getting, um, or he was getting from his agents was, you know, we want to be kept on task, we want to be um, given focus, uh, and we want uh, to be given accountability. And of course, that happened in weekly sales meetings, uh, you know, monthly catch-ups, face-to-face, et cetera, all that stuff that, you know, if you're running a sales uh, organization or you have a sales team, you, all that good stuff that you do, right? Catching up with everybody, hey, how are you going, et cetera, et cetera. And he came to us and said, uh, I want to build uh, an app or something like that, that my team can be out on the road and they can just be constantly checked in, you know? And I said, okay, cool. Well, what does that app kind of look like? How are we going to do that? What do you need? And he didn't really know. Um, and so what I said to him was, well, at the end of the day, there's certain things that are going to drive these people, KPIs, knowing where, exactly where they're at and knowing what activity is going to drive the success of those KPIs, which will ultimately drive the success of their business. right? And so we went on a period of six months where literally we started with a spreadsheet. Uh, we had all the different, uh, all the different agents uh, on different tabs of the spreadsheet. 
what their KPIs were, what the activities were that drove those KPIs, and they had to input that spreadsheet on their laptop. We used a Google Sheet, um, and they had to fill out on the laptop daily um, each night. And by having uh, that system where you could get real-time information, it started to build from there into, okay, so now this we know that you know, uh, the, the levers that have been pulled is driving success in the business. Their, their, you know, their revenue went up um, quite significantly over that time. And then once we had an understanding and a clear understanding of how this all worked, what the KPIs were, et cetera, et cetera, then we started down a process of building a piece of software where, you know, there was a mobile app that's all gamified. People are on their phones, you know, they can tap something and it turns green, you know, when they hit their KPIs and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it can be something as simple as that. What is the brass tax that's going to drive the success of your business forward? How do you capture that in a really simple and easy way to know if there's changes and stuff that need to be made, you can make them quickly, and then you kind of roll through from there and, and put the technology in, in behind that. Um, and, you know, we got up to version 50 of the spreadsheet, which could be changed in 30 seconds, as opposed to taking a week or two weeks to change some sort of code or something like that from a technology standpoint. So, you know, it's not as complicated as people think, but it ultimately comes down to, you know, what is this, the things that are going to drive the success of my business, and how can we have visibility on that, and then how how do we you know, wrap technology around that to, to automate as much as possible? Okay, the word automate is what very good story. Um, you know, well done. Um, your version version fifty. You, you, you're modifying everything, and you must be. You simply must be getting you know better and better and better and better information. Um, the word automate always, when I think about that, uh, takes me to a sales process. Sorry, because that's where I, I think about you know the top line. How's that all going to dash well work? Um, you know, so. Is it possible to automate that process? That forget the rest of what you're just talking about. But you know, how hard is it to automate? Think about a, a business with only seven, ten, fifteen staff. How, how, can you automate that process well enough, Mike, to make it a worth the time and investment, b worth the top line? And the biggest thing in, in my world is we want to take two things off the business owner. We want to take time off them. Mm -hmm. That is, mm -hmm. make them spend less bloody time, and yep. and we want to give them. Um, and we want to reduce stress, uh, uh, you know, because like the bottom line is, I don't know, you, you probably have, but managing a sales process, managing sales staff, you know, there's an, is, is a tremendously stressful thing at times because they're, they're at the front end. So how hard is it to automate that process, you know, the, the sales end that drives it into the business? How hard is that to do? Yeah, um it, it depends. First of all, your question around is it worth it? You know, um, it depends on the type of business that you have. Um, so, for example, if you're a business that that sells, um, you know, uh, 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 consumer goods, right? Um, say, you know, you sell biscuits or something like that, right? Relatively easy to automate because uh, it's quite simple for a customer to find out about your product come to your website, make a transaction online, and then you follow up with some emails and, you know, you have some personalized, you know, hey, Kerry, thanks very much for purchasing um, our product, you know, and you build a relationship from a digital standpoint. That's very easy to do. If you're in a different space and you're selling, you know, in our case, for example, you're selling projects that span months and months and months, you know, um, you're talking about some high-value products and stuff that we develop, et cetera, et cetera. You know, the reality is nobody's going to make a decision when they're saying we've got to work with this company for three years without some sort of face-to-face, -face, right? So it does depend on what the business does. Um, and I would imagine the majority of business owners, they know that, right? However, that being said, if you've got a business like ours where, you know, I need to be face-to-face, -face, my team needs to be face-to-face, -face, there's a lot of automation in behind the scenes. Salespeople are notoriously bad uh, at, you know, inputting things like CRM inf information into a CRM, you know, admin work generally. Salespeople, in my experience, are not good at that. 
Um, and so there's a lot of automation that can be done there where you input some, you know, you start inputting somebody's email address and, you know, the rest of the information gets piped in there. When people are emailing back and forth and you want a record of all of that stuff, it automatically gets piped into a CRM. So all of a sudden that salesperson isn't just, you know, doing a whole bunch of admin 80% of the time and on the phone or doing face-to-face, -face, you know, meetings 20% of the time, you flip that. Um, so it depends on um, what the business is. My, my um, belief is that you can automate almost anything. Um, what you can't automate um, is the relationship side of things. It's much easier to build a relationship face-to-face -face, um, than, you know, digitized and all that kind of stuff. But even, um, you know, through COVID, you know, doing stuff by video and all that kind of stuff is speeding that up. Um, so, yeah, I mean, from an automation standpoint, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you can automate. It's about what is the stuff that you can take off your people and give them back more time, give them back 20 percent, you know, 30 percent more time in their week so that they can be on the phone making sales or having face to face meetings. OK, so you're saying you're arguing and you're going to put forward that there's not a business reasonably that can't benefit from digitalization, automation, looking at this. You're going to argue that, are you, uh, are you Mr. Taylor? I've done this a long time, and as yet, I have not come across a business that uh, that has not had, had some benefit from that. Okay, yep, well, you know, you know me well enough to know I'll spend the next <laughs> seven or eight days trying to find a business to prove you wrong. That's okay, yep, though. Bring it on, mate. Yeah, thanks on. for that. Hey, so you know, that, that, that's great. Um, and where where would someone go to get? Well, there's a, I've got a couple of other questions, but just to close that one down, where where would someone go to find information on on, on how they'd start that sort of uh, stuff? You know, like you know, imagine you're a business owner, you're running a powder coating plant, or you're a manufacturing plant, or you know, architect or something. Where would you go to start? How? What would you? Where would you? Where would you start with that that stuff? Um, I generally say you know when we when we go in and, and, and talk to a business owner what are your frustrations what are the things that you are doing that's either really repetitive that, can, that a machine can do or what are the things that are slowing your team down and bottlenecking with your team right more often than not that sits at the business owner so even things like having reporting for example right um in our experience there's a lot of um, business owners that spend a significant amount of time looking at reports and and pulling information together for reports and all of that kind of stuff or somebody in their team does that if you dashboarded that and had the data in there in a really visual way to go, this is green, this is orange, this is red, all of a sudden you're saving potentially three or four hours in a week. You expand that over a year. It's a significant amount of time. So it's always look within first. Understand what are the areas in your business that you're finding are slow or they're bottlenecking. Or you might have a team of six people doing a whole bunch of admin work that if you were to automate 50% of that, they can refocus in other higher value tasks within your organization. Um, so, you know, it's, it's always kind of look within. And once you've identified what those areas are, then you'll need to reach out to somebody with a particular skill set, or you could do some Googling online. You know, for example, if you didn't have a CRM system, you know, just Google, you know, CRM systems and you'll find, you know, millions of them online. Um, but more often than not, it's about how do you get the expertise around you and your organization to help take you on that path of kind of digitization, if that makes sense. Okay. Just as a story about my little business, our little consultancy at the Auckland Centre of Business Excellence, over the COVID lockdown, we spent a bit of time and you know, I seek your feedback, uh, Mike, as to what you think. And we, we took on board a product that was a, not only a CRM, but a, a, it's a, a project management um, a piece of software. And we went back two years and it, because we had a little bit of time and we weren't going out and about, we spent that entire time logging in every piece of information we could about all our prospects, uh, that we'd been successful as getting as clients, all our clients, all of their KPIs, what we've done, 
Um, and what we ended up with was a, a raft of, a, a, well, actually, a, a, a crap load of information to start with that we didn't know what to do with. But then we, we turned it into a couple of uh, living dashboards. And it's the most interesting thing to have a Monday morning meeting when you, you smack the dashboard up on the screen. And it's, re- and it's really, really easy to lie and hide the first week. Because you see the number there that says that uh, Kerry Wood, that's me, Kerry's meant to have done these six things. And you lie, cheat, steal and say, oh, yeah, well, I'll get on to that and I'll do this and do that. But a week later, when you get back together and the dashboard comes up and you can actually go back and get the previous dashboard and go, okay, Kerry, you said you were going to do these three or four things. And it's the the, the entire transparency of... Um, of 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 the business changes remarkably, um, and 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 the transparency, accountability, uh, and therefore performance. The other thing is, from a client experience point of view, what we found that when we were going back to clients and going, "Hey, um, just using you as an example, hey Mike, we sent you this on this date, and you've done it. We knew exactly when it had gone, exactly when they'd responded. Yeah. So is that is that a is that a reasonable and, and likely sort of experience for people to go down this path? Yeah, I mean, definitely. That, <laughs> interesting you say that because we did the same thing in our business. Um, you know, we're a service-based business, right? Time is money kind of situation. So, you know, when we're building these big projects, we need to know where things are at. We need to know where milestones are coming up. Um, are we on track? Are we off track? Et cetera, et cetera. And we've got, you know, people that do that, um, you know, project managers that are across all that stuff, et cetera. But during the, the, the COVID kind of lockdown and, and, you know, you're kind of sitting at home thinking about how you can improve things, et cetera, et cetera, um, we did the same thing. So we're building out a system now that's going to give our entire team a daily update on everything that's going on within the organization, how that aligns to our goals, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just it's going to pop up in their inbox every day. This is the stuff you're working on. This is where it's at. It's red, green, or orange. Okay. If it's red, okay, we need to focus on that, et cetera. And then these are the other things that are going on in our business and the key business metrics that are happening right now um, as, as it happens. And we've, we started to roll that out to a few members of the team just to get initial feedback. Amazing, the conversations that are coming out of that. And I'm sure you're the same, Kerry. All of a sudden, there's absolute accountability as to where everything is at. You can't sit on something because it's so in your face and transparent that, you know, you know, you know where any potential issues are, you know where the wins are, et cetera. And it drives some more of that behavior to, for people to get onto things, um, potentially sooner than what they might have previously because it was a weekly update, for example, or a fortnightly update. So, Absolutely. That, that's just one example of how a system can drive a business uh, forward. Um, and ultimately, all that comes down to is taking data and visualizing it. Right. And when you think about, you know, how simple that is um, from a uh, from a business standpoint, you're just doing the same thing that you might have done monthly, fortnightly, weekly, and you're doing it daily. And technology is allowing you to do that really quickly. You know, what kind of impact it has on your business. So, yeah, what uh, what my what my team did to me was when I turn on my laptop, the dashboard comes up straight away it's the first screen <laughs> so I, and i and, and i actually have to use my mouse and close the screen it doesn't go away so it comes up with tasks for kerry to do today and they using your colors the green tasks that i've been given to do today the orange tasks i've been given to do today but it's sorry yesterday so they're now orange and they stay orange for two more days then they go red now here's the bad thing when they go orange one of my team members gets an email when they go red, they all get an email saying that Kerry hasn't done this. It's actually, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to make a management decision shortly and um, buy a new laptop. But but having said that, 
their performance, my performance as the as the, the you know the, as the principal of the company is as driven has been driven amazingly. Anyway, great stuff. Hey, some simple stuff now. You know, uh, and I know, I know for you it's it's really simple stuff, but. How important now, this time, out of the COVID stuff, everyone's on their phones, everyone's, you know, online, all, all the Zoom stuff, Skype, go to meetings. How important now is, is the big, the big um, you know, the big umbrella where you've got your Facebook, your LinkedIn, your website, you know, your, 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 all that stuff. How hard do you have to work on that and how important is that now? You know, or, you know what, what should we be doing as, as a business owner? I was reading something the other day talking about, you know, some opinion kind of leaders uh, around New Zealand and around the globe. And they reckon that um, the COVID crisis has moved New Zealand forward from a technological standpoint, you know, using Zoom, um, you know, remote working, et cetera, by about five years. Um, I was reading something the other day, uh, you know, saying, you know, what is the major, biggest driver of, of uh, digitization within your business, the CEO, the CTO or COVID-19? Um, so I think that more, more, more than ever, um, there, there needs to be a focus on that within an organization and within a business. Um, getting your brand out there, getting your brand out into the marketplace, that is going to become more and more and more important um, as we go forward. You know, we've, we've been in this kind of what I think has been a relatively trans, uh, a, a transformative process over the last kind of decade where all of a sudden, people can not only reach out to you online and reach out to you faster than ever before, but there's actually more transparency out there than ever before with your business. You know, you think about the good old days when, you know, the golden era of marketing, as they call it, where there's, you know, a suitcase and there's an elephant standing on top of it going, this is the strongest suitcase in the world, et cetera, et cetera. It wasn't until they bought that uh, consumer, bought that product that they knew how good or not it was. Now you, you Google, you know, a laptop version or something like that. There's screeds and screeds of reviews. There's so much information online about what that company's like, what their service is like, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and the businesses that, that aren't online and aren't being seen, ultimately, they are going to get left behind. You know, 89% of purchasing decisions are made uh, by Googling first or researching first. You know, that's the mindset of consumers these days. So getting your brand out on, you know, social media, getting your brand out uh, visible on Google, you know, getting a really good website that, that, that really says what you do in a really open and honest way. You know, those things are, are more important than ever. And I strongly believe it doesn't matter if you're a powder coat, a powder coat business out of out West Auckland, um, you know, or you're a, or you're a New Zealand wide company with um, people up and down, up and down the country. Um, you know, you need to be online and you need to be seen. Um, it's as, it's as simple as that. Otherwise your business, you may as well have a billboard in the basement, you know, um, that's the reality. It's where where people go these days to find information is online. Yeah, interesting. In our little business, you know, we've we've picked we've doubled our client base over COVID, um, and all of our and I haven't met face to face eighty percent of our new clients. They're all on um, Zoom, and they started on Skype or Google Go to Meeting or um, FaceTime. You know, now we've got them all using Zoom. Um, from and it's interesting. It's a really interesting and different um, uh, relationship. Not 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 better, not worse, just different. If that makes sense. And, and I think that yeah, what you're saying is right. And and, and once again, in, in in other business worlds, you know, over COVID, people, business owners who were really active on Facebook, really active on LinkedIn, really active on sending information out, have come back from um, from the COVID shutdown in New Zealand a lot stronger and a lot more energetic than uh, than those that weren't. I did have a couple of uh, clients who over lockdown said, oh, well, you know, the 
economy's locked down. I just want to stop. And of course, what's happened is their business stopped. Mm-hmm. It just stopped. And then you you start from stop. Whereas every other client, you know, by adding a bit of energy, by continuing to train their staff, by continuing the, the digital stuff, by continually communicating with their clients, the supply of services might have stopped, but the business didn't stop. The relationships don't stop. Yeah, so I, I agree totally. What about all this other stuff we don't talk about so much? Like, um, what's I'm old, so it's called like talk tick, TikTok. Tocky, ticky. <laughs> My daughter uses a TikToky, and 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 you know, I don't know what that is, and and um and and she's got this other one that my sons use called called um called Snappy Chatty, where they have photos. I mean, how, are those business platforms or are they not? I mean, help me out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, and I'm loath to admit this, but I have reached that age now as well, where you know, saying to my team the other day, this TikTok thing, you know, I downloaded and had a look at it, and I was like, I just, I, I don't get it. You know, there's people dancing, and I just, I don't understand how this is a thing. You know, um, but unfortunately, that's me reaching that point in, in age. You know, all the younger people. Yeah, well, you must are, be at least 22 by now, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, um, look. You know, ultimately, it comes down to where where are your customers and where where are the eyeballs, right? Um, and you think about TikTok, uh, Snapchat. I would put in this camp as well. It's a much younger demographic. You know, um, TikTok is even younger than Snapchat in terms of the demographic. But you're talking around about you know that teenage age, right? That's where the majority of the, the people are um, on those apps. Now, you know. <laughs> My, me personally, I wouldn't go advertising my business on there tomorrow kind of thing. But when you think about, you know, the, the new generation coming through, if you're the likes of, you know, something like a Nike, and I know the majority of businesses in New Zealand are not like that, but, you know, they're, they're starting to do quite a bit of stuff on TikTok because they know that, you know, they can get in front of those people that will be future buyers and future purchasers. So, you know, I, I do not believe at all that there are some channels that you should be on and some channels that you shouldn't be on. I think if, if businesses can do it, they should be on all the different apps, all the different channels, etc. However, the reality is some businesses can't be across all of those from a resource standpoint, right? It's very hard to create content for Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram and Snapchat and Pinterest uh, and, 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 and. Um, so it's about, you know, executing really well on the, on the platforms that you are on. Um, but hey, look, you know, if you've, if you've got a, a business, a, a, an apparel business or something like that, um, you know, get on TikTok, get on Snapchat because ultimately, you know, buyers are there. Um, and if you can stand out from the crowd, then hey, you know, you're off to a winner. Look, guys out there in, in podcast land, this is Kerry from the Auckland Centre of Business Excellence, and we've we've been bloody blessed today to have uh, Mike Taylor from BBT Digital. What's your website, Mike? How do they get hold of you if someone if someone thought you were worth listening to? How how would they get hold of you? BBTDigital.com. BBTDigital.com. I can personally, um, you know, give give Mike the heads up. I know the work he does is great. We'll be back uh, next week at the same bat time, the same bat channel. This is Kerry from uh, Auckland Centre of Business Excellence. Just remember, if something's not working in your business, add energy to it. Only one of two things will happen. It will work or it will break. If it breaks, then fix it and add more energy. Be kind out there. If you took something away from this podcast or if you know someone that is on their business journey who will find this really valuable, be sure to share this wealth of knowledge with them. And don't forget to subscribe however you're listening to this. And if you're a business owner who needs a bit of oomph, join the Business Ensemble on Facebook and continue today's conversation. 